Prince God, to come into fellowship. We thank you for our helper, our teacher, which is the Holy Spirit. We thank you, Father God, that our hearts is receptive on tonight, God, to receive what you would have to say unto us on tonight. We thank you, Father God, that we have been crucified with Christ and it's no longer us who live, but it's Christ who lives on the inside of us. For that, God, we give you all the glory, we give you all the honor, and we give you all the praise on tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's continue to talk about separating, being separate from the world. Hallelujah. We know to be separated is to cause to move or to be apart, to cause to move or to be apart. And when we separate, we separate from people, we separate from things, we separate from um, people who would take us away from what we believe, we separate from things that will take us away from what we believe. So let's go back to Exodus 19. We're going to go back to Exodus 19. And it was 19.6, but I want to go back up to verse 5. Exodus 19, verse 5. And this is what Moses was telling the people um, that God was saying unto him. Exodus 19.5. So now, if you obey me, I'm reading out this expanded Bible, listen to my voice and keep my agreement, my covenant, my treaty, you will be my own possession, special treasure, chosen from all nations, even though the whole earth is mine. So God was talking to Israel, and he was telling them that if you obey me, when we obey a person, we do listen to their voice, we listen to what they are saying, and when we listen to what they're saying, we will be able to keep the agreement. A covenant is an agreement that God had with Israel. And then he said, you will be my own possession, my special treasure. That's why it says here, he called them a peculiar treasure. That means a special treasure. When they obey him and keep his covenant, then they would be a special treasure unto me above all the people for all the earth is mine. So what God was doing, he was using Israel to represent him before all the nations, meaning that when Israel obey his voice, when they follow his commands, when they do what he's telling them to do, to live the way he's telling them to live, they would be peculiar treasure. That means they would be, you know, special people. They would be set apart, set aside, allowing the other nations to see who they belong to. So they would draw those nations unto him. And that's what God wants from us. He wants us to be peculiar. He wants us to be the special people that set apart. Holy priests. You know, the priests, when they were set apart, they were set apart from everybody else. So they knew who they were by what they did in that temple. That made them set apart. So God was using this with the Israelites, letting them know when you go into all of these lands... People are going to see you as my chosen nation. Now, why were they a chosen nation unto God? It was nothing so special about them. It was nothing that they did. Let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 7. And God is explaining in Deuteronomy cha chapter 7, verse 6 and verse 9. I'm reading out the expanded again to break it down a little bit more. Deuteronomy chapter 7, verse 6. He said, you are holy people who belong to the Lord your God. 
He has chosen you from all the people on the earth to be his very own as his treasure, his special possession. And verse 7 said, the Lord did not care for you and chose you because there were many of you. You are the smallest nation of all. Now it says here that God was letting them know. He said that he chose them from all the nation, but they were the smallest nation of all. So the reason why I'm putting this in there is because God handpicked them. He chose them. They were the smallest nation. So it was nothing really um, so good about them. It's just that God chose that nation to be those special people unto him, for that nation to be the one to draw other nations unto him. And when I stayed on this verse, I'm like, Lord, we supposed to be drawing people unto you. We supposed to be the people that the world see as being different. And if the world is not seeing us as different, they don't see us set apart for God. So he wanted Israel to be so set apart that they knew that they were serving the one and only and true and living God. And that's how we have to be here on this earth. We want people to see us as being different. We don't supposed to fit in with the world. We don't supposed to be doing like the world does. I was looking at this lady, um, and she was um, crying, and I said, well, Lord, let me see why this lady boohooing like this. And she had her own YouTube channel, and I was going through the YouTube, and there she was up there. I said, okay, let me see what, what's going on with this lady. So I was getting ready to turn her off because I said, you know, sometimes people want you to subscribe, and they want to have more whatever, whatever. And it was like the Lord was telling me to listen to this woman. So as I was listening to her, this is what she was saying. She said that she was crying, so she couldn't really get out of words, but she was saying the Lord had given her a dream. And in the dream, God was showing her her. She said she has always asked God, God, show me in dreams, show me in visions the things that you want me to see. Because, God, I want to represent you. And what he showed her was herself. He was showing her, he said, you are shameful. And she was wondering, God, why am, I, why am I so shameful? What's going on with me that I'm so shameful? And she just began to cry out to the Lord. And the Lord told her that she was bringing him shame because she was paying more attention to Facebook. She was paying more attention to social media. And God began to open it up to her. He said, you always changing your photos. You always showing what your children are doing. Anything that's going on, you presenting it on Facebook. And it's shameful. You're not bringing honor to me. You bring an honor to yourself. She said that she, every time she had an opportunity, even in prayer, while she's before the Lord and in her devotion, she would immediately pick back up her phone to see what was happening on Facebook. She said it got so bad that she wasn't even realizing that she had made Facebook such an idol. And the Lord began to tell her, you don't have anything else before you have me. And I said, God, look at you. This is what you had me teaching on Sunday. So you were showing me and revealing to me that it is shameful when we take 
Facebook, when we take social media and we put our lives out there for people to see, you know, everything that you do and you think everybody else should know what you're doing. She said, I did that. She said, and one thing I did do that I thought it was nothing wrong with until the Lord really opened up my heart. She said, I posted a picture with me in a bikini on Facebook. She said, I didn't think it was nothing wrong with it, but the Lord said, your body belonged to your husband. Why are you trying to share your body with other people on Facebook? She said, because it was about me. It was about me wanting to look good. It was about people knowing what I'm doing in my life. It was about people knowing about my children. She said, I was making it all about me. And she said, I began to repent and I began to ask the Lord, please forgive me for what, um, what I have done, Lord, because the Lord began to open up her eyes. So she had to separate herself from Facebook. And she said it got so bad every time you turned around, she did pray with, um, before the Lord, but she always picked up the phone to check out what was happening on Facebook or what she can post on Facebook. So the Lord showed her through her crying out with her whole heart. And I said, God, I give you glory because you were sharing that with us, telling us that when you cry out with your whole heart, when God really hear your heart and how you saying, God, show me what you need to show me. But see, she's thinking that God was going to show her something else, but he showed her her. And she had to do something with what God was showing her. So she cut Facebook off. She said, I totally got rid of Facebook because I recognized what Facebook was doing unto me. So when we say and separate, that means that you're getting rid of these things that's holding you, that's keeping you from being in that place with God. She said when she truly got a conviction of this, she said she knew at that time what she needed to do herself. So she was so hurt because she thought that she was doing everything that needed to be done until God really opened her eyes. So when we're set apart, when we're chosen for God, chosen to do what he has called us to do, then we need to let go of these things that we're putting before God. Sometimes we say, well, you know, I'm in my devotion. You know, I'm praying. I'm speaking in tongues. But are you doing things on social media or doing things with other things that you should not be doing and you think you okay? We're in the world, but we're not of the world. We don't do what the world does. So many people are spending their time to see what's happening on Facebook, to see if they can get some applause for what they have done. Or how about this? Before Facebook was out, how many wanted uh, to... Uh, put stuff out there to let people know, it's my birthday, it's my birthday, it's my anniversary. How many wanted to do that before that opened up? How many thought about that? How many? Let's just be honest. See, the enemy put stuff out there for us to justify why we do what we do. If we never had it, how would you do it? How would you share your moments with your family? How would you do it if Facebook wasn't out there? Can I have somebody to say something? I'm going to pause. We will call them, right? We will call those people. We wouldn't want the, and the more friends you gather up, somebody help me on Facebook, the more applause you get. She said she was waiting for those likes on Facebook. 
She was waiting on people to like her and say how good she looked. She was waiting on that applause for them. She was being lifted up through Facebook. And God was letting her know it's shameful. Because that's not who you are. See, when you truly know who you are in him, you don't need nobody to lift you up. Because we're here to glorify him. We're not here for people to bring us glory. We bring glory to God. So if we're looking like the world, how do we look? You know, how do we look to the world? The world is not going to want what we have if we're doing the same thing that the world is doing. Now, if you're on Facebook or on face, uh, social media and you're trying to reach people for, for the kingdom of God because you want people to be saved. God don't want nobody to be lost. He want them to come to the knowledge of the truth. But let's just be honest with ourselves. God will work with us when we're honest. When our heart is right before him. We say we use Facebook as an avenue to reach people, to reach the lost. But is that really where our heart is? Or we're using it as an excuse to go on Facebook to have something that we can hold on to to see what this one is doing and what that one is doing and following their page. And have you noticed people who follow these pages, they don't come off happy. They come off down and out because they're looking at what this person did that they can't do. They're looking at what this man done for this um, woman and this man ain't doing it for you. They're looking at how this person has lost weight and you've been trying to lose weight for 20 years and you can't drop a pound. So you coming off rejected. You coming off feeling like you got to do more, but you save. And it shouldn't be that way. We should be knowing who we are now that we're in him. So what God was doing with Israel, he was letting them know, you are my chosen people. You are my holy nation. You have been set apart, not because of what you have done. God said, I chose you. I have set you apart. You are my holy nation. You are my priesthood. That means I set you apart. You didn't do this on your own. And then he's letting them know, I didn't choose you because of this reason. He said, you were the smallest one of them all. So God was letting them know, I don't want you to think it's because of what you done. I chose you. So that's what we have to realize. It's not because of what we done that we were chosen. It was because of what Jesus done. So we have to understand that God want us to be in a place with him that we don't get out of place because of what somebody else is doing. Anytime anybody pull you out of place because you see them doing something that you wanted to do, you were never in the place that you needed to be with God. Anytime you down and out because you see your friends doing something and you're not doing it you're not in your place with God it shouldn't bother you with what they're doing because you know who you are when you are bothered you still don't know who you are when people don't call you and they leave you out and you feeling down and out you still don't know who you are because if you know who you are you ain't worrying about if they call you or if they don't call you it don't make you no never mind because you know who you are in him. I am chosen. I have been accepted in the beloved. I am separated. I am a new creation. I am who God has created me to be. I don't need no one to validate me. When you get to that point, you don't have to go on Facebook to be validated. You don't have to go on social media to be validated. You don't have to be validated on your jobs. If they don't never say nothing to you, you 
can still rejoice because you know who you are in him. You know that God chose you. You know that he set you apart. You can still smile at them when they don't even say hello, when they don't even say goodbye. You can still say have a good day. Why? Because the joy of the Lord is your strength. And you're not worrying about what they do or how they do it. You're not worrying about if they pick you or not because I'm already chosen if you never pick me. That's where we supposed to be. If you leave me by myself, I'm all right because I know who I am, but I know you need my help. So I'm going to humbly submit myself to who I am and not who I want to be. Y'all, y'all better catch this. So anytime we do that is because we're missing something. If you look in the run of a day, how many times you on Facebook checking Facebook to see what's up, you know where you are. Nobody don't have to tell you. You're lonely and you're trying to find something to pick you up. This right here, this good news, this is the only thing that will give you life that will keep you for the rest of your life. Everything else is going to pass. The Bible say heaven and earth is going to pass. But the word is what's going to stand. It's what's going to remain. And this is what we have to hold on to. Now, I'm, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop here because I want some of y'all, let's just be upfront and honest, because we got people out there that want validation, that want people to reach out to them. And they always have something to say on social media because they want to be accepted. And sometimes we fall for that thinking that I want to be where they are. Because everybody is gravitating to them. Everybody gravitates to them because they want to be a part of what they're doing. But when you know who you are part of, you don't gravitate to that. You go gravitate to the word of God and you say, God, what do you want me to say to this person? There's something that this person need that this person don't have. That's why they in everybody's business. That's why they always got something to say on social media. That's why they making up their faces and puckling up their lips and turning their head to one side trying to get a pose on. And they want people to say how beautiful they are. But when they take off the makeup, when they take off the lipstick, can they go up there and pose then? Be who you are. Can they go up there and really take a photo then and say, hi, you like me now? Come on, we, we want to be who we really are. We don't want to hide behind a mask. And go on Facebook and act like we all this in a bag of chips. And then when we get off Facebook, we crying out to God because we feel like I don't have nobody. So this is, there's a problem, y'all. This is why God, when he chose Israel, first of all, he had to teach Israel his ways. In order for them to obey him, they had to know his way of doing. In order for them to keep his covenant, they had to know him. They had to know about the covenant that God had come into with their fathers. So they had to be taught these things. And God said, when you're taught these things, when you come up upon these other nations, you're going to look different. You're not going to look the same. You're not going to act the same. Why? Because you're going to be representing me, your father. And they're going to see a different nation amongst them. And you're supposed to draw those nations unto me. I chose you to draw them unto me. 
And the only way you can do it is following my way of doing things. So let me get one more scripture before we pull some people up. Deuteronomy 7, we went through 6, through verse 7. And then verse 8, he's telling why he chose them. And this is the most important part. But the Lord chose you because he loved you. And he kept his promise to your ancestors. So he brought you out of Egypt by his great power and freed you from the land of slavery, from the power of the king of Egypt. So know that the Lord your God is God, the faithful God. He will keep guard his agreement of love for a thousand lifetimes for people who love him and obey his commandments. God did this because he loved them. God love us, y'all. God love us. He chose us not because of any good that we done. He chose us even before the foundations of this world. Let me give you some scriptures in 1 Peter 2, 9. That's talking about us, about God choosing us. 1 Peter 2, 9. But you are a chosen people. God wants you to know that you are chosen. When you recognize that you are chosen by God, you're not trying to get chosen by nobody else. A holy nation, a people for God's own possession. You were chosen to tell about the wonderful acts of God who proclaimed the, you proclaiming the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his wonderful, marvelous light. So we're chosen by God. And when we're chosen by God, we're representing God and we're telling people about God, wonderful acts. And we're bringing glory back to him because we're representing him here on this earth. Whomever you associate with, y'all, that's whom you become. If I'm associating with God all the time, if I'm in the word all the time, I don't have to pretend to be a Christian. I don't have to pretend to be holy. I don't have to pretend to be anything but who I am in him. Because if I'm in the word of God, that's how I live. And people are not going to like the way I live. They're going to see me coming or see you coming and say, oh, that's that Christian. That's that one that live holy better than anybody. You think you better. So, you know, your light shining for God. You need to be giving God glory when they single you out. When they make you feel like an outcast, you need to rejoice. Again, I say you need to rejoice and be glad in it because now you know that you're different. I remember, and this, this came to me, and I know my husband remember this, when we first got married, and I think it was about two or three years in the marriage, and before me and my husband got married, he would hang out, not hang out with um, bad people, but hang out with some family members. And I remember that they used to have my husband always thinking, you henpecked. That woman got you henpecked. You remember that, honey? They, she got you henpecked. No, he made up his mind. I'm married, so I don't need to be over here. I don't need to be doing these things. So if he went a certain place, he knew what time he needed to be home. That's just who he was. I didn't have to tell him. He knew where he needed to be. So by him being where he needed to be, they would try to rile him up and make him feel less of a man because they didn't know how to be one. I'm just being honest. So me and I want to tell you something. Let go of pride. When you with some fellas and you tell those fellas, hey, man, I'm finna go on home. You know, my wife got my supper fix. I'm going, man, you, you, you go home because your wife wants you to go home. No, man, I go home because that's where I need to be. 
So see, some men don't want to, you know, get off the pride. They want to try to act big. What, well, man, you know, I, I can stay here a little bit longer. It, it, my wife don't care. See, no, you need to be who you are. You need to do what you know is right, and you don't need to go on what everybody else is going on and feeling like you less of a man because they're making you feel that way. That's what break up marriages. That's what separate a man and a woman, and they begin to lose what they had because whomever you associate with is whom you're going to become. When you start socializing, socializing with the person that's running around all over the place, don't never stay home. Cheating on their wife, you're going to end up cheating on yours if you're trying to cover up for them. Hey, somebody. That's where separation starts. Because when you're hanging out with the fellas or you're hanging out with the girls, and I'm going to say this, if you're a married man or a married woman, them girlfriend days are over. Hello, somebody. Because if you got single girlfriends hanging out with a married woman and that married woman is saved and she not giving them Jesus, you single too. You're going to end up doing what they're doing. You're going to end up acting like they're acting. You better watch who you socializing with. They'll tear up your home and end up in your bed. Now, that, that's one for somebody. They'll end up in your bedroom why you end up with no husband or end up with no wife. Y'all better act like y'all hearing this. Because it wasn't part of the teaching tonight. So you better, and even on Facebook, when you talking to strangers that you don't even know who they are, but friends. We pick up friends on Facebook, but how can they be a friend and you never know them? Have y'all realized that? The Bible say a friend sticketh closer, what? Than a brother. So we pick up friends, everybody your friend, and you don't know them from Adam's house cat. You just pick them up and you selected them as a friend and you never knew them. But guess what I found out, y'all? I am just as, mm, with Facebook. Child, let me tell you, you he clicked that button. I called Possa. I said, Possa. Please get this person off my page. Help me, please. I'm seeing tail and all. Listen to what I'm saying. Y'all better watch who you select because they can say they know Jesus. But if you're discerning the spirit seen on, you're going to find sooner or later. So I found out. I think I found it out. Y'all help me. It's something in there that you can click that it say hide this post forever. Something in there, right? Is that right? Oh, child, if I go down my line, you hidden forever. Don't you come back here. Y'all better be checking your stuff out because when people go scroll down your, and this is how your pastor is. If you my friend, friend, I don't leave my friend hanging. If I see something on any one of y'all pages, I'm going to hit you up some kind of way and say, look at him. I saw this on your page, and you need to get it off. That's the love of God. I ain't going to sit out there and let you hang yourself and thinking, but they should know. Maybe they don't know. So I'm going to let them know that's the love of God that's in me. And I expect you to do the same because I'm ignorant when it comes to Facebook. So people will put you out there and say, did you see what Pastor Amanda be looking at? I don't even know what you're talking about. 
She lying. She knows. I told y'all how she was. Y'all better let people know what you're seeing on these pages. Let them know. That don't look right. Take it down. You look like you going to do something vicious. Nasty. I'm telling y'all the truth. And I believe God is telling people in this room this for a reason. Y'all have saw stuff on pages, but you don't want to stand up to people and say, look, take it down. That don't look right. Do you know what you represent? That's not what God does. That's not what God says. You need to handle that thing. True that? That's Willie language. True that? So this is what we do, y'all. If we're chosen and we're set apart, and this is the, the illustration God had given me tonight. And I'm sorry I didn't set it up, but I believe I still can do it if I use a few people to do it. And I know one I can use is Thea Lofton. She don't mind. Thea, I need you to come up here, please. She might. I don't think she's going to need a mic. Let me see who else I can use. That's good. Kathy, you come up here. I believe you and, look, she was waiting. Say, I know she don't want to call me. But I'm going to do something for y'all tonight to show you something. And I'm going to tell them what to do. So see life for one minute. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. God is so good. God is good. Hey, Kathy. Hey, sister. Girl, won't he do it for you? Yes, he will. He'll do it. He did it for me. And he did it for me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Tell you something. Tell you good something. God. He is. God is so good. Yes. You know, I know, I understand that you married and everything. Yes. But I understand that Rick is going to some kind of convention. So what I want you to do for me, being that me and you are so tight, we're good friends, right? So what I want you to do, I've been invited to this party. Mm-hmm. And some friend of mine introduced me to Tyrone. 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 Hmm, I don't know about Tyrone. that. What kind of party is this? Look, you can go be a wallflower. Just, you know, just watch my back. I okay? don't know, no, Sister baby, T. because Tyrone, Tyrone, Tyrone. Tyrone. Ty- what? Where'd you meet this Tyrone? Girl, I told you a friend of mine introduced me to him. Tyrone. 
Lord who? I don't know his last name. Well, is he saved? (laughs) Is Tyrone saved? I sure hope so. He got to be saved. No, 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 no. Let me tell you what Tyrone got, though, baby. What? Teeth. What kind of teeth? He got all 32 of them. Most of them had 38. Whatever he got. He got a mouthful of teeth. Check this out. He has beautiful brown eyes. He is buffed. Girl, he just makes my liver quiver. That's why I say God is good. He know what I need. God know what I need. I've been saved for the last 10 years. Wait wait, wait, wait a minute. I've been asking God to send me somebody. But it's Tyrone saved. I don't know about all that. All I know Lord, all that teaching we've been getting, you talk about the Tyrone. And you you don't know if he's saved or not. Wait, wait, wait. The Bible say if you ask, he'll give you the desires of your heart. Now, you know, God said, be not unequally yoked with unbelievers. Well, now you got Rick. Yes, my, he's saved and he's my husband. Of course well, I got rich. On the Bible sale, sanctify a wife and sanctify the husband, right? You're, you're not married. Well, we can be. Look, look. What look, part look, of did uh, uh, unbeliever, no, if you, you know. If you heard his voice when he called my name. He must sound like God to you. I don't care. Girl, he sound, he, he, he says, oh. And I said, yes, baby. Yeah. Well, you know, you do, do it was the voice of God. Aren't you guys sheep? Yeah. And do, do you God's know voice. God's voice? Yes, I do. Yes, then I will do. God call you to an unbeliever? Look, let me tell you something. All I know is that Tyrone is going to be there tonight, and I need you to cover my back. Child, you've been brainwashed. You, you, you got to get in your word because you have you about lost your mind, T. Well, you've been going with me places. Yes, but I haven't been to no club to meet no unsaved guy with you. Well, you didn't know the other night when you took me to the mall and you waited in the car while I ran in the belts to look at a Brahmin that Tyrone was in there. There ain't nobody but the devil. Well, <laughs> you're a trickster. You are you trick me. How I trick you. All I ask you to do is take me to the mall and you a good you know, we friend, girl, we've been together since junior high school. Come now on. Now you are you not gonna blow my testimony, Sister T. I love you, but the but 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 I can't let my good be even spoken of. How, how am I blowing your testimony, boo? We went out okay, all right, okay, check it out. We went to Olive Garden last Friday, right? Yeah. Well Tyrone was out there in the corner waiting on me around the corner. You know it took me thirty minutes to go to the bathroom and come back. Oh, you dirty. Look. What? Look, let me tell you something. I've been single a long time. And? And I've been praying for God to send me somebody good. Well, you need to learn to wait on the Lord. I've been waiting for how many years now? And be a good courage. no younger. And he should strengthen your heart. got, girl, huh? Well, you know the devil trying to send you a counterfeit. No, he won't. Look here. The Lord said, wait on him. And I've waited on him. And Tyrone is the man of my dreams. He smelled good, he mm. looked good. Mm-hmm. His mom and daddy got a little money too. Well, you know what? I I I, I gotta go and see I, it. I tell you what, now you didn't say all that when I paid your cell phone bill for you last month. Where you think I got that money Girl, from? Girl, you're such a good friend. You know, I believe I, I you I know, let's go, let, let me go check this Tyrone out. So you gonna come with me, right? Yes. Uh, I, I'm not gonna stay. I'm not going in. I just bring him to the car. Look, now, once I get in, get stamped and everything, we, you know, you can't be coming back out in and out because people might have weapons and stuff like Girl, that. Girl, right? I don't so know. Just, Tyrone's going to pay your way in. You know, I'm, what I'm saying is, I, I don't know you're know married. Look, I'm just as saved as you are, okay? Matter of fact, we went what? to the altar together. We got baptized together. We did everything together except get married. You went to the altar with Rick, and I was your maid of honor, and I'm standing there looking. Now, I don't Wish know what was me. 
well, maybe, uh, maybe it'd be all right, you know, if I just run in real quick and yeah, run yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, yeah, 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 yeah. man, you are close, you know. That's what I know. Look okay. here, they got a virgin drink. Did you, I'll order you a virgin drink. No, no, I ain't said nothing about drink. Come on, Kathy, you go to the club. You a got virgin, to what's a virgin drink? drink? That means it ain't got no alcohol in it. Tyrone gonna pay what? for it. Like, oh, I don't know, my, too. my husband gonna kill me. Well, he ain't gonna kill you, dead. <laughs> Most of all, God, God is looking at us. God is a forgiving God. He is a loving God. He said, I take your sins as far as the east is from the west, and I will put them in the sea of forgetfulness. Oh, well, all we got to do is say, Lord, forgive us. For oh, well, well, let's sin. hurry. Well, okay, I'll go this one time. I mean it one time. Good, good. And I'm not going to be in there long. Good. Now, we're going to go in and we're going to come out. Okay, wear them stilettos, too. Child, I can't. I, are you? What I got to wear stilettos Just for? Just do it for me. Come on, boo. Now, I'm going. Is that enough? Well, you know, I want you to look the part. You don't wear those stilettos? Well, I ain't. You, I got bad feet. I ain't putting them things on. Why well, I need to wear stilettos? Because I'm just asking you to do it for me. Why? Good questions. Look, watch. Pastor wears stilettos in the pulpit. <laughs> watch your son. She knows she has something. No, why? I have to go. I can't, I can't wear these in the club? No. Why? This is a. I look. I have a hustle. I'm not trying to meet Tyrone. Come on, cat, do it for me. Oh Lord, okay, Thank okay, you. all right. That's what I'm talking. And about. look, these stilettos hurt, so I really could. Look, look, I'm gonna run in and run out. Well, at the table. Well, oh no, no, no. We got a table already reserved and everything like that in the VIP section. But look here. So what you're gonna do is just, you can just have a seat, take your shoes off, you know, and just watch my child. You know what? I love the Lord. I be trying to get people to come to the church, and if somebody see me in there with you, they're not gonna understand. I'm gonna look like I'm a hypocrite. No, you're not. No, you're not. God sent you in the dark places. Did you bring the light? And, and there are people who say they're cut. They came to the Lord. But yet they have not been, you know, filled with the word. So they might see me in the club. No, look here. You minister the gospel to whoever come over there to you. That's what you do. Oh, all right. Oh, come on now. Long stay understand. I'm going to minister too. I'm just going to blow my testimony. I'm going to make cause everybody else to we fall. We're just going to tell the people that we're going to sing of the goodness of God. They can't the hear no club that all that noise. Up till we lay down oh, with Tyrone. Mm. <laughs> I clear. Come on, baby. I clear. Tyrone, he must be something else. He, is. he must have a lot. He must have. You said gold teeth. No, Everything no, 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 must no, be gold. Gotta, check this out. Tyrone can set you up in that business you've been waiting on. How, what does Tyrone even do? Tyrone, mom and daddy got money. That's all you need to know. Yeah, but does Tyrone have money? Yeah. How do you know? It's right. probably his mama's. It don't make no never mind. Money, money. As long as you spend it, who cares where it come from, boo? Come on now. Nobody want no man spending his mama's money. Listen, dude. Look, they old. They're going to be gone anyway after a while. He's going to be his anyway. He's the only child. Oh, Lord. All right. I'm about to change my mind. If you want to go to this club, meet Tyro, let's go meet him. Come on back so I can get home before my husband find out and before anybody sees us. Okay. Okay. You good? That's, right. You my girl. All right. Well, come on. <laughs> is this not happening what did y'all see in this can somebody come up and tell me what did you see come on Tyson do we see this amongst Christians today So what did what did you see, Tyson? What I seen was um, 
what I seen was just like she was talking about in Exodus, um, we supposed to be set apart. That's what God wants. And we supposed to be different. And and uh and what happens is we don't cross the border of getting married, going back to be single. And she wasn't standing on what God said. She she was she wasn't steadfast in what he was saying and she got convinced by uh, the world and if you go out into the world and hang in those places you know that substance is going to come on you and sooner or later just like pastor said you're going to get swallowed in if you keep going in there it's just like you know eating something is going to it's going to continue to to come out that way so you are what you eat but you are who you hang around and no matter what, but um, the world is going to suck you in because the Bible said men love darkness and we have to stay in the word of God and uh, live the word of God daily. And and we should be uh, teaching the word of God and study letting the world teach us because we got power and authority over the world. Amen. Anyone else? Anyone else want to add to that? Okay, tell me why Kathy didn't at that moment, y'all know they were acting. They did well, didn't they? Just on what I gave them, they did well. Why Kathy didn't just separate herself from Athea? So who did she put above God? She put the friendship above God. Do we see this? We do it too. And when you see somebody saying and doing things, it it sheds light on us and say, that's me. I'm allowing what this person is saying. They're saying they're saved, so it's okay for me to hang with them because they're saved. But if that saved person is out of order and not following what the words say, you separate yourself. Kathy was giving her the word, but Kathy didn't separate herself from her and say, no is no. If that's what you choose to do, you do it. But as for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. I'm married to God first, but I have a husband. If that's your way of living, I have given you the word, you have a choice. And she should have left. But what do we do? Because that person say they saved, it's okay for us to hang with them. And we see them doing things out of order. But we say nothing to that person because we want to feel accepted. We want to feel a part. So we let it go on. Is that right? That's wrong. That is wrong. And this is why I'm doing this teaching. Because people that are in the world don't want to be born again because of people that save because their light ain't shining the way it should shine so they're saying you telling me to be saved and you living like i'm living so why should i get saved i don't see no change in you so why should i come over where you are because you look like you over where i am you still fornicating you still drinking you still cussing you still doing all these things you still getting high with us but yet you talking about the lord and you high so why should i come over there to you This is what's happening now, y'all, and we need to be who we really are in him. And if you don't know who you really are in him, you need to get to know you are chosen. 
You are chosen. You're set apart as royal priests. You set apart as a holy nation. God chose you. You didn't choose yourself. He chose you to be that special treasure unto him. And you're that special treasure unto him because you know how much he loved you. And by you knowing how much he loved you, you love him so much that you flee from this stuff that the world is doing. When you love a person so much, you won't do anything to hurt them. And you won't watch anybody else hurt them when you love them that much. Any man that watch another man put down their wife and say harsh things about their wife. That husband can't say he loved that wife if he's not taken up for that wife and that wife cannot say she loved that husband if she's not taken up for that husband. We supposed to be there, you know, one for another because we're one. So when we know the love of God, we don't let people um, not respect the God that's in us. You don't let a person just cuss after cuss word after cuss word. When you stand up that one time, and say, "Hold it." Now you ain't only disrespecting me; you disrespecting the God that's in me. So you got to take that out of here. I don't have that in my house. I don't have that foul language in my house. No, you're not going to smoke in my house. Where do you think you get the right to smoke in my house? Do you see me smoking? You put it out. Because we wouldn't have this in this house. We had one guy. Oh, he was a cusser. But he would always tell him, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. It would just come out of him so much. But when he realized he was cussing, I'm sorry, man. Forgive me. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry, man. And then boom, boom, boom. Here it come again. He was so polluted with cussing. But he, he apologized because he knew who he was in front of. But he said, man, it just comes out. It just comes out. <laughs> but... But they're being honest. But somebody who tell you, I'm a cuss in your house if I want to cuss in your house. Now that's a bold demon, ain't it? So this is why, y'all, I'm teaching this because we need to get in our rightful places. If we're going to live for him, we need to live for him and quit cutting corners. I call it cutting corners. We need to quit trying to hang with the Joneses. We need to quit trying to be what we're not. When you know you hanging with a person like Kathy and Athea was hanging together, Kathy was married, Athea was single, and Athea trying to break up her marriage because she's saying, you are my friend. Anybody that say they're saved, I'm going to give you a clue here. If you got somebody, just like this play, Kathy's married, Athea's single, and she's trying to tell her to come with her, she don't care about Kathy. She don't care about her marriage. Even if you hanging men, if you hanging with men and both of you are married and you know that man is stepping out on his wife and you still hanging with him and he still haven't changed, you need to step out. You need to leave that alone because he's going to disrupt your house. He's going to make you think you can do the same thing he's doing and then you're going to fall prey to it and you're going to do it. You're going to lose your household and he's still going to be doing what he's doing. Y'all better wake up. It's time for Christians to wake up. Let the light bulb come on. And the only way it's going to come on is by digging deep into this word. And the, digger, the, deep you, the deeper you get into the word, you ain't going to be coming up with foolishness like the world is. Because everything outside of this Bible is foolishness. So we need to wisen up and quit trying to justify stuff and say, this is how it should be. No, this is what the world does. You're not, you in it, but you're not of it. You don't do like they do. 
You don't dress like they dress to get attention, to draw attention to yourself. When you see women putting on tight jeans and can't hardly breathe, they looking for something. And what man ain't going to take a quick look and then the wife got to rub the neck? Because the neck hurt. Because they snap, crackle, pop. Yeah, something pop because you're trying not to get caught. I'm just saying. So we need to be careful, y'all. Get into the word. Do what the word says. And the more you do what the word says, it's going to draw them or it's going to drive them. Amen. Do we have any announcements?